When looking for a new home, location is so important. And as sports fans, you obviously want to be close to your favorite sports teams. So if you're in the market of buying a new home, you gotta check out Aria Denver Homes. They are located just 10 minutes away from downtown, Coors Field, Pepsi Center, and Bronco Stadium at Mile High. So what makes Aria Denver unique is the home buying process is all about you. You know, we offer free home inspections. We make sure we're in a great location in Denver, um, as well as we outreach into the community and have a lot of involvement with a lot of different businesses, as well as, you know, parks and other areas in the location. Like Tyler mentioned, Aria Denver believes the home buying process is all about you. That's why they offer that free home inspection, customizable finishes, and brand new appliances. But that's not all. So we specifically have a greenhouse on campus at Aria um, that residents are able to sign up for a subscription service and have fresh veggies delivered to, to their door each week. And then we also have a great relationship with Regis University. So our partnership with Regis allows residents to have access to the fitness center and gym. Move today where everyone wants to live tomorrow. To learn more, go to www.aria.denverskylofts.com or call them today at 720-372-1022. BSN Broncos podcast presented by The Green Solution. The Green Solution has 17 Colorado locations and an express checkout to get you in and out as fast as possible. Get on your phone right now. Go to their website, mygreensolution.com. Order your flour, concentrates, edibles, and topicals online, and then just head to the closest Green Solution to pick them up. Use code BSN20 right now, and you'll get 20% off your entire purchase. Well, welcome into the BSN Broncos podcast, and thanks for tuning in with us on this day in which this podcast will be dominated by questions, and because it is, I think, what's fresh on our mind, we'll start with one question, which is the question of the week, presented by Sports Column. Sports Column is a, is a great bar. Just as simply, it's a, it's, you know what it is, Zach? It's a damn good bar. It's a damn good yeah, <laughs> you're getting You're on my wavelength today. That's a good harbinger for what's going to happen on this podcast. It's a damn good bar. Uh, they have incredible deals on Fridays. Like, if you're ever going out on a Friday, you simply have to go to the sports column. And while you're there, just get some jumpers up. Like, I know I always bring that up, but it's by far my favorite part of the bar. Like, bars are... I don't want to discredit any bars, because there are some that are much better than others. But in the end, it's a place where you go to get drinks. There's a, you, can do, you can do that at any bar. There's no bar where they're like, well, they are better at drinks. than No, no, no. You got to do something to set yourself apart. They have a basketball hoop there. I just I can't get past that. It's the best thing ever. What's What's more fun than watching sports and playing sports at the same time with a drink in your hand? Someone needs to put in like a football field in their <laughs> bar, so you can just halftime get a little backyard game going. What you're saying is just we should open a bar right here in this sweltering tent. It would get It would get some <laughs> some serious action. I guarantee you, especially from some of these. Uh, 
some of these old-timey journalists that <laughs> around here. All right. Well, the question of the week was presented by Sports Column. And, Zach, what was that question? What are you most interested in finding out about the Broncos during joint practices with the 49ers? Of course, those start tomorrow on Friday. They have one on Friday, one on Saturday, day off Sunday, Monday night football. Monday night preseason is dumb um but i would agree uh we, we get like two games we get three games in a four-day period is what really happens here all of these you know in terms of evaluation in terms of what we can learn are like games the only difference is only we get to see the ones on friday and saturday everyone gets to see the one on monday um so make sure you subscribe using the promo code broncos camp if you want to know what happened at those practices but zach why don't we get to the answers here on the question of the week, and then we'll give our takes. Dave Robertson says, do we put Bryce at slot corner to cover Kittle or give someone else a chance? Also, does Drew get a run with the ones and twos in practice? Kittle is dealing with an ankle thing. I really, really hope he practices. I want to see if they can cover him. Um, and you know what? If I am Vic Fangio or Ed Donatel, I'm saying, like, target Kittle all day, please test these guys in coverage we need to prove that we can cover these guys and kyle, kyle shanahan's gonna say i don't want to embarrass you like that you remember what happened last year vic or did you truly not watch any film of last year yeah I, I don't know if i would expect kittle to be out there although i completely agree i really wish he was because last year the bears were in town did not have a george kittle and they were tearing the broncos apart doing joint practice that, that's the, the my biggest takeaway from last year was how the tight ends absolutely ripped apart the first string defense, second string defense, third string defense uh, with guys that are probably accountants now, Ryan. Yep. The tight ends were, uh, you were watching that day. I was watching the defense, no, the offense and the offense had like a solid day. And I came over and it'd be like, Oh, like <laughs> solid day for case and the boys. And you were like, dude, there's been a hundred receptions. Like, I don't know what to even write. It's, it's been crazy. Like they, they haven't stopped the pass to a tight end all day. So will Bryce Callahan be the answer then, Ryan? No, I don't think so. Um, I would, I would agree. The answer is a, a myriad of things. And, and that's kind of what's the beauty of the Vic Fangio defense. So, so often in the past, we've been like, well, just match up Chris Harris jr. On Kittle. Like obviously they didn't have that option last year. Cause Chris was out. Um, that's not what Vic's about. And that's exciting to me. It's not about just sticking a man on a man and saying like, our guy can beat your guy. No, it's about saying like, okay, well, if you're going to throw a bunch of the tight end and we're going to go into coverages that make it hard for tight ends to catch stuff underneath and, and, and you know, in the seam or et cetera. So, um, I don't know if Bryce Callahan's the answer. He's also, the, he's smaller than Chris Harris jr. Um, you don't want to go too, too small against a big guy like George Kittle. Although Chris has proven in the past he can handle himself in those situations but I think Vic will have some sort of answer this year what it is I think is not going to be just one answer what's wrong with small guys Ryan what are you trying to say um they can't cover tight ends <laughs> normally <laughs> my playing days would disagree with that no, oh, yeah you were tight you get tight never, end stop never matched up against the tight end thankfully if if you're right about Vic just disguising coverages and doing different things but if there is one guy that's going to be matched up on a tight end in terms of a shut him down look for Kareem the Dream Jackson 
to be that guy. Careful with that the dream <laughs> nickname for a safety around here. You might want to take that back or touch wood or something uh, on his behalf. And yeah. here, here's a, to answer your second question, or I guess the second thing you're looking for, Drew will not practice with the ones. He will not run with the ones. I would expect him to be 80%, 90%, 100% with the twos. Yeah, let's calm down on the ones. Um, <laughs> maybe you'll see a scenario like they did with Daniel Jones in the preseason game where Eli got a series with the ones, then he came out, and Daniel Jones got like a series with half of the ones. Um, I could see a scenario like that in the game where they just give him some protection for one drive. But other than that, I, I don't think we're going to see anything too crazy. <sighs> that would be crazy if he's working with the ones. Essentially, the Eli Manning-Daniel Jones situation is the same as Flacco and Locke here, in my opinion. Except, except I think there's, a, there's really a vibe that Eli is the bridge this year, and then it's all DJ. With That's true. John John called... Don't call him DJ. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> John called... John said that Flacco's in his prime. So I think it's viewed even a little more extreme here. Flacco flames out. Eli's on the market. Does he come here? Oh, my God. He's got a house to live at. Broncos cost them no money. They cut Flacco without any repercussions. We're talking this in the next three weeks. No, no. Oh. no. I'm talking next year. Boy, that would be a detriment to, uh, <laughs> to to Drew. I just feel like every old quarterback is coming here now. I'm still sad that Tony Romo didn't. I think that could have actually worked. Are you? Yep, I am. Hmm. I really like Tony Romo as a quarterback. He's. Uh, I like him as, a, as an entertainer. And a, he's also a really good golfer. <laughs> you would like that. Uh, he's yeah no no he's he would have done way better than Trevor Simeon. Speaking of Tony, do you hear what he said about the Broncos today? Oh, uh, oh, actually, it was it was good. It was good. What did he say? He said that the Broncos are the team are, are the team to sleep on, or that 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 the team that the team maybe that's the opposite. <laughs> not to sleep on. Yeah, exactly. The dark the team, horse. The team not to sleep on. He says he he thinks they can surprise the entire AFC defense can win you a lot of games and that's what i keep coming back to with any amount of hope that i have for this team i just think their defense is going to be too good for some teams if you don't have a high-powered offense like obviously the chiefs can score on a good defense was there any game that they got shut down last year obviously the rams got shut down by fangio's bears i can't remember a game where they like ran into a wall i think the least they scored was like 28 yeah yeah so again if you have a high-powered offense you'll have success you'll be able to find a way to score if you're coming in here with some mediocre you know uh middle of the road quarterback and and average weapons you are not scoring points on this defense no simply not going to happen so that is going to win them a lot of games whether it's i mean i'm even i'm looking at you like the bears i don't think they're good enough to score serious points on this defense Mm. i think they're going to get they're going to have a lot of trouble the raiders they're going to have a lot of trouble scoring points on this defense. you got to have elite weapons, I think, if you're going to put points up on these guys. Yeah, Hard Knocks truly made it seem like the Raiders' offense is about as good as a JV high school team's offense. Keelan Doss. <laughs> he's really standing out out there. He's like he's there, Lorenzo Doss. Yeah, exactly. And, Ryan, the, the other answers to this, I think I'll just fly through three of them right here. Bill Hanna chimes in and says, seeing if we can cover Kittle. Go Broncos. 
says Polish Filipino says if the Broncos can cover tight ends and running backs and Texas Bronco of course our guy Zane Womack says if anyone in orange and blue can cover George Kittle so the exact same things going on and that's why I hope he's out here I really really hope he's out here because I don't I don't know I don't want to see them trying to cover like Brett Selleck I don't even know if he's still in the league but but here's the he thing was last year what if your boy Brett Selleck is the one that's running with the ones at like 43 years old and he's tearing the defense apart. I mean, that that's more nerve-wracking. I mean, you're clenching a little bit more if George Kittle's not out there with yeah. what could happen. If that happens, I'm going to sell it my stock <laughs> in the Broncos' defense. Uh, okay. What are you most looking forward to? One more. Oh. One, one more to end this. Seth chimes in and says, to see if it's locked in that Drew is running with the twos. That pun's got to go away. <laughs> The locked-in one, yep. We used it at the first day they drafted him, and it's been used a lot since. That one's over. I'm going to use it again today. It's like today. story time every time Trevor Story hits a home run. No, 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 no. That was cool for like the first eight home runs he hit in his first 14 games. Now what, it's over. What would you call last night with Nolan then? What do you mean? That's just Nolan being Nolan. But print the shirts. <laughs> you can't be using that. Why? That's because... a catchphrase, not a pun. <laughs> okay, okay. So puns you can't use. Puns Coming you from just you, use I'm, over and over I'm be and over. on your pun control. You, I don't, I, I don't use them more. Maybe like three times is the most you'll ever hear me use a pun. Mm, that's about three times too many from what <laughs> everyone else would say. I would say it's about two times too I, many. I gotta find the video of the pun I made on TV this week because literally everyone on the set face palmed at the exact same time. It was legendary. <laughs> okay. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking for two things, and, and I'm going to go a little different. Of course, all eyes are on Drew Locke, but I'm looking to see if the best part of the Broncos is really that good and if the worst part of the Broncos is really that bad. So, of course, that's the pass rush. I want to see if, if Bradley Chubb is as good as he's been out here. He's been he's been just destroying Garrett Bowles, to, to, to put it nicely. Um, every single time, he's, he's in... Uh, Joe Flacco's face. I want to see if Bradley Chubb really it has taken that big of a step. Another guy that's um, probably won't practice out here is Joe Staley. So that's bad news for their offense. Mm, should be. And I, I want to make sure that Bradley Chubb is making that a point. And also Von Miller on the opposite side. We know those guys are good. But I want to see if they are hands down the best pass rush duo in the NFL. You want to see Kyle Shanahan go over to Vic and be like, dude. Take can you them off. Chill it out can a you little take, bit. Can you take these fifties off the field? We're not getting anything done out here. <laughs> exactly. I want to see Jimmy G shaking in his boots. And on the opposite side, I want to see if the Broncos' offensive line is okay. I, and, and and okay would be good coming out of this weekend. I want to make sure that they're not getting just burned, and that it's not just Bradley Chubb and Von Miller that are the ones terrorizing them. That it that it's not you know Eric Armstead and San Francisco has a pretty darn good defensive line too, especially interior. I want to make sure and see that it's not just Von Chubb, Derek, everyone who's Demarcus Walker. I want to make sure it's not just those guys that are that are good, uh, because that would be very concerning coming out of here if if this offensive line is just getting torn up two days in a row. That's the best test for them is these defensive linemen. They have like three first round top ten picks. You can guarantee next year they're going to draft a defensive lineman with their first round pick. I mean, that's just what they do. Uh, Nick Bosa will not be out here. Ah, uh, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. But they have DeForest Buckner. 
They have some other guy who's like the exact same body type as DeForest Buckner. I think he like also went to Oregon. Eric Armstead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they like those basketball players. Right. Those guys look like power forwards. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do want to see if they can stop them. I know you don't. Um, whenever I say, "Did you see?" Insert blank. The answer is usually no. Did Test you me. see what happened with Jimmy G yesterday? No. Yeah. Definitely not. Gosh. What happened? This man. Kid you not, threw five interceptions in a row. Five consecutive plays, five interceptions. So we can't even call him Nathan Peterman. Peterman at least had some incompletions trickled in there. Yeah, his was in a half, and that was like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. How did Jimmy G throw five interceptions in a row? Did you see him? No. The 49ers weren't putting that out on their highlight (laughs) recap tape? Somehow did not come out on there. (laughs) I mean, maybe they did. Because, like, it's still good for the defense. <laughs> right. I think you'd rather have your quarterback look good than your defense look Oh, you look mean good. the one who you made the highest paid player in football but after he played, like, five games? Yeah, after he showed up and smiled. Five interceptions in a row. I'm telling Ooh. you, Zach, if I threw three in a row, the next one I'm just punting the ball. <laughs> out of which, bounds. Which we know Drew Locke can do pretty well. Yes, Drew Locke pinned one to one centimeter the other day from 40 <laughs> yards out. Most impressive pooch pun of all time. Um, there's no chance I'm throwing it into a dangerous position. No. The crazy thing is on the next throw, the sixth throw, he threw a touchdown. Of course. <laughs> you're going to hit You're gonna hit gold occasionally. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I want to see if this defense can can have five interceptions in a row. It's wow. been done once. Wow. No, I just want to see them create turnovers. I want to see – I want to walk out of here – I want to roast Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. Like I want to come on this podcast on Saturday morning and be like the the 49ers are the dumbest team ever. <laughs> I cannot believe they paid that guy that much money. He sucks. Yeah, I think that Nick Mo- start Nick Mullins is what we're going for. I think it could be pretty easy to do. Get the pressure in his face. Yeah. Uh, Justin Simmons has five interceptions. Maybe, maybe Justin can just get five. Five in a row. In a, in a row. One of the picks, my guy, Akello Witherspoon. No. That's a buff. I'm gonna ma- have three buffs out here. Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. you smile on your face. Pretty good stuff. Um, Akello is really soft in college. I'm shocked how he's turned into a good NFL corner. Soft is a bad thing, right? Yes. I can't believe you just said that about your fellow CU buff. Hey, Do you I, even care I keep about it him? real. Do you even care about <laughs> You keep it real with the buffs. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I was totally wrong when I was uh, really high on Philip Lindsay, wasn't I? Yeah, you, again, you, you strike gold occasionally. <laughs> what have I, who have I been wrong about? <laughs> I haven't been wrong about anyone yet. Um, okay, this leads me into... So, yeah, I want to see if them they can create turnovers. And then I just want to see Joe Flacco. Like, we've seen Joe Flacco in, in a real-life situation for four throws. He completed three of them. They were all checkdowns. He missed the only one that was a little bit down the field. Just want to see him move the ball. And I'll be like, just the ball moves. I'll be happy. So you mean like moves further down the field than, than check down, Joe? Or you no. just mean if he can move the chain? The check downs work, check it down. I just. Well, you'll see those. I just want to see the ball moving. That's all that matters to me. If this, like, if this offense just doesn't suck, this team will be fine. And if you just move the ball. You can get three first downs and McManus is kicking a field goal. Like, that's what this offense needs. The offense will be fine. 
if Emmanuel Sanders is on the field. Very true. What's it? Fine. Maybe not great, but but they'll be they'll be passable. What about when he's not on the field? What what does this first team offense look like for an entire stretch uh, of a drive? I don't think we'll see that. I think Emmanuel's going to be pretty darn close to full go, or at least he won't be held out for an entire series. But nervously, I want to see it. I want to see what it looks like, see if they can do anything. Because, Ryan, right now I have zero confidence that this offense can be anything without him. I think I've, I don't, did I mention this on the pod? I don't think I did. Emmanuel Sanders should walk into LA's office right now and say, I'm not coming back to practice unless you pay me $15 million. He is by far the most important player on this team. Which is wild because I haven't thought, thought about that for a wide receiver maybe ever. And, and you're probably banging your head against the table saying, like, what are you talking about, Ryan? Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Chris Harris Jr. I'm not saying he is the best player on this team. But if you took Von Miller out of the defense, this is still a good defense. If you took Chris Harris out of the defense, this is still a good defense. If you take Emmanuel Sanders out of the offense, you can't even call it an offense anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. just the, their job is to go out there and hold the ball for three plays and then punt it. Yeah, it really reminds me of myself on this podcast. You take me out of here, and it's nothing. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, it, it's they can't function without Emmanuel Sanders. It's true. He should demand more money. Yeah, he should. He should. And he's on a contract. Especially here. since ha- it's handout season. <laughs> we just like that. You can do that now. There's a precedent that's been set that you can just say, "Give me more money, or else." Well, I mean, he's comfortable enough right now talking about his second surgery that he had. Well, why, why won't he just walk into that office? I have no clue. If I were him or his agent, I would. What about after the first preseason game that he plays, which could very well be Monday night? It's supposed to be Monday night. Um, I would do it. Yeah. In fact, maybe I would not. I would hold, not start my holdout until – like three days before the Raiders game. Oh, I'm not playing. Go even more Antonio Brown than Antonio Brown. Yeah, I'm not playing unless you pay me. I wouldn't be surprised if Antonio Brown holds out for a new contract right now. And yes, I'm aware he just got a new contract that made him the highest paid receiver in the league. He's, wow, is he off the rails. <laughs> um, I still am not admitting that I was wrong about how the Broncos, how they should have pursued him until he's doesn't produce you know i gotta say he's a little soft his feet eh, don't really gross me out that much get out of here Looked at my girlfriend's feet last night after she ran uh ran her marathon they're peeling almost just as much i haven't heard her complain at all i'm gonna hear about the fact that you brought this up on the podcast later (laughs) wasn't my fault i didn't even that was unprompted that i don't know if i can leak that to her uh yeah don't no one tell her uh, don't be like DMing her on Instagram or anything. <laughs> I highly doubt that. One, two, I just can't imagine someone who counts on their feet. Like Antonio Brown's livelihood is his feet. What was John Gruden saying? I mean, I know he 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 had the right approach of backing Antonio one hundred percent. And in this week's Hard Knocks, which I did do my research, I watched. What in the world was he saying? Like that was not Antonio Brown's fault. Didn't he go in there without the right equipment or stay in there too long or disobey some rule that the crowd chamber has? Well, he's in Paris, right? Right. I mean, maybe there's a communication barrier there. It's still his fault. He should know. Right. When you go into a, a cryo chamber, you got to wear socks. 
You got to wear your down comforter sleeve on your you know what. <laughs> and then you got to wear <laughs> gloves. Could you imagine just wearing those five things? <laughs> just around? Yeah. Antonio Brown would be the one to do that. He would be. Well, no, he'd only be wearing three of them. I've never noticed how weird he talks. He has like huh. a weird accent that I've never heard before in my life. Interesting. It's very. I gotta pay attention I've to never, that. Never like I feel like he's had probably had press conference moments before. Right. And I never noticed it until Hard Knocks. I'm like, what? What is his voice? I gotta pay attention to that. Yeah, it's very odd. Very very odd. I feel like we're gonna talk about Hard Knocks quite a bit in the comments. I it's bet just a we feeling are. I, get I bet we are. Because you gave the people a homework assignment. I I looked. I didn't see too much. I actually only. Don't t- don't tell me now. All right. All right. All right. Um. Last thing I want to talk about on on the subject of the Broncos and the 49ers. Woody Page, who is awesome, wrote a column uh, the other day, and his lead was something along the lines of Kyle Shanahan's coming back to Denver on Friday, 31 months too late. Mm, that's fantastic. Is it, though? It's fantastically wrong, though. Yeah. But it's a fantastic line. Agree or disagree, Zach, the Broncos should have hired Kyle Shanahan instead of Vance Joseph. Disagree, disagree, disagree. Well, instead of Vance <laughs> Joseph, that that's hard to say. But, but look where they are now. Right. In, in terms of, like, knowing where they are 31 months down the line, which is coming off 6-10 and 10 season, 5-11 and 11 season. You're like, wait, how are you following that path? Well, it's because I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. Vance Joseph has 11 wins. I think Kyle Shanahan has 10 in that time period, if not nine. And give me all the excuses you want about Jimmy G not being there, what he did with Nick Mullins. I don't care. It's about winning and losing. Vance Joseph did not have a quarterback. That was not his fault that Case Keenum was no good. Remember, six of those wins that Kyle Shanahan has to his name we're with Jimmy G all in a row. Mm, so you're telling me it's the quarterback. And Vance didn't have a quarterback. Exactly. And uh, so while I think it was 100% the right decision to move on from Vance after this season or after last season, it, you can't just – because he's Kyle Shanahan, he's got a good smile. He has the history here. He great was, smile, great he was, 5 o'clock shadow. He's probably running around well, barefoot on this exact field we're looking at uh, 20 years ago. That sounds nice. It does sound – except for the – the dead part right in front of us. That seems a little painful. It's from all the media just standing over here. And throwing their trash on it probably. Just, disgraceful. I also just want to I wanna take my sandwich out and just hit wedges and try and hit them in between the goalposts. What did you call it? Sandwich. Oh your sandwich. I thought you said sandwich and oh. you're like reaching out of your back pocket. I'm like, don't tell me you're sitting on a freaking <laughs> keto sandwich right now. We just pull out this <laughs> keto bread with some peanut butter on it. Is there such thing as keto bread? Uh, yeah, I've only heard bad reviews. What would it be? No I imagine just cheese. Or cauliflower something. rice is pretty good. I imagine you've had that you before. C- yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> you can have cauliflower rice. Yeah. That's a vegetable that doesn't have carbs. I mean, it has some carbs. Okay. Yeah, it's not too but bad. But it has a lot, ton of fiber. So, so you subtract fiber from carbs. That's how you get your net carbs. Okay. Oh, fiber's good. Yep. So cauliflower rice bread is what you're telling me it is? I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> I have no clue. But uh, anyone I know that's had it has said, like, you know what? Just don't eat bread. It's better. <laughs> Anyways. What do you think? Am I wrong? I don't get it, Zach. I really don't get it. 
Do you know who else was hired in that cycle? Sean McVay. And the Broncos? How'd their interview go with them? Oh, wait, they didn't even interview him. If you want to criticize them, and I'm not saying they would have gotten him because maybe he was set on L.A. He's kind of an L.A. guy. If you want to criticize them, criticize them for the fact that they didn't even interview him. Yep. Maybe him and John Elway hit it off. I can see that. Oh, absolutely. And Sean McVay comes here, and the Broncos are doing the same offense that they're wanting to do right now, but better. And they have the boy genius running the show and dominating Denver in every way, shape, and form. That'd be cool. Yep. Don't give me this Kyle Shanahan garbage. There's no defense of it. There's, there's, And n- I like Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Like, you and I, if they hired Kyle Shanahan, yep. we'd be boys with Kyle Shanahan yep. right now. Yep. We'd be yep. going to Shanahan's after practice <laughs> every day for yep. a drink and some football talk. Yep, in the back with him. Yes, exactly. In the in the Shanahan room, which yep. I assume is a thing. Maybe it's called like the film room. Um, that would be cool. I like Kyle Shanahan a lot. I've had a couple conversations with him. He's awesome. He has less wins than Vance Joseph. Than Vance freaking Joseph, guys. I'm not saying he has less wins than uh, Sean McVay. I mean, the worst coach in Broncos history. He Jeez. has less wins than him. I mean, in the it, same amount of time. The Arizona Cardinals pick up. Um, I already forgot his name. What's his freaking the pass rusher that the Broncos cut? Starts Jeff Holland. Pick, they pick up Jeff Holland, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Of course, Vance would do that." It's like, wh- what? <laughs> you, you like? What are you talking? Like, like how is two this months a bad ago, thing? you were talking about how he's gonna be <laughs> yeah. the third pass rusher on this team. <laughs> yeah. And anytime you control Vance, you do because he had eleven wins here. Kyle Shanahan has less, guys. He has less. And he's he's still going to be getting all the media shots tomorrow. His dad's probably going to be here. It's going to be, oh, my God, why did the Broncos not have this couple coming and, and coaching Denver? It's, it's, what what do you want? Did you really want less wins? I have no, Again, I and I'm not saying he's never going to get it together because right. I think the longer that you are willing to put up with the lows, the better chance you have of getting the highs. Um, and I, I'm a big believer in that. Now, I will say that I think I personally think that Kyle Shanahan is a better coach than Vance Joseph. But it's like the Dak Prescott, Paxton Lynch argument, and you can't even. And Kyle Shanahan hasn't even had Dak Prescott levels of success yet. But the question is, would you rather have an average coach that you know just is whatever, or would you rather have a terrible coach and then start from scratch and have another chance to go get a great one right i think the broncos struck gold with vic fangio truly struck gold and i don't think i like like we stayed positive with vance joseph as long as we really could i don't think i ever felt like they struck gold there was never something with vance where you're like wow this is incredible vic fangio just he's got that thing about him where i'm just like i think they got this one the Broncos, they, they've they needed something to go their way. I think they got one with Vic Fangio. Kyle Shanahan's cool, man. That's about all I can say about him. And he, here's the last thing I have to say about Kyle Shanahan. You're 100% right. Do I think he's a bad coach? Not necessarily. But how is there zero doubt that this guy's like a great coach? There's zero doubt. Because of his last name. No one, no one doubts him. And he gets every excuse that Vance Joseph never, ever got or any other coach doesn't get uh and here's the thing yes he has had uh some injuries at key positions bill belichick lost tom brady week one and still got 10 wins you want to talk about there's like 
no excuses. That that Bill Belichick never wants an excuse. I'm not saying Kyle Shanahan has been asking for the excuses, but how is there zero doubt? I think that's what's wrong. Is there is there should be some doubt. I just think it's like it's the anything but Vance narrative combined with the fact that his last name is Shanahan combined with the fact that he was the fan favorite. Like it's not like the fans are having revisionist history. They wanted Kyle then they're having like revisionist uh, current. I don't know what's the opposite of history. Like (laughs) revisionist. They don't see what's happening right now. Yeah. Which is that Kyle Shanahan is really, really struggling. Now I hope that he gets it together this year and the 49ers go have a great year and then I'm fully willing to hear the argument that the Broncos totally botched the hire. Do you wish that, or do you wish the Broncos have so much success this year, especially on offense, that Scangarello gets hired away to be a head coach, the 49ers do so bad, they fire Kyle Shanahan, and then look, offensive offensive coordinator for the Broncos is Kyle Shanahan. That sounds great to me. Wouldn't that be crazy? That does sound great to me. Um, But I, I do wish Kyle success. It's just I don't understand the narrative that like people are trying to push that they should have hired Kyle Shanahan. I, I just don't see the defense. What is the case? Yeah. No, there is none. And if you if you need any proof that the NFL, being an NFL head coach, is just terrible for your body, look at Kyle Shanahan. He's already graying. Yeah. Don't – I would never want to be – two things I wouldn't want to be, head coach or a politician. Mm, head coach – I think a head coach is better than a position coach, though. Um, yes, for sure. Coordinator's not, not very glamorous. No. Straight up, uh, yeah, head coach probably has the least amount of busy work to do. Right. Head coach because one of the best jobs in the world is being a fired head coach. Very true. He's got to get to that point. Another great job is, like, third-string quarterback. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Kickoff specialist, if you can get that. Yes. That's actually, you're probably a little too nervous that you're just going to lose your job every week. I don't think there's any kickoff specialists anymore. No? No. Not for Vinatieri? Oh, do they have one? I don't know. I just imagine. He's so old. Can he really still kick the ball that far? No clue. I don't either. (sighs) I, the, the Shanahan thing blows my mind, and I'm not, I'm not, that's the one thing I'm not looking forward to about these joint practices. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, he should, be, he should have been out here. This is where he belongs. He's home. Yeah. Anyways, Breckenridge Brewery. That's mm. what I need right now. I need a Breckenridge beer to just chill me out. And you know what? It's 1 o'clock. This is, this is fair time. It is and appropriate. We are having a BSN company meeting tonight after practice. There will be some Breckenridge beers being served up at the Blake Street Tavern mm. as we discuss the latest happenings at BSN. Uh, speaking of, some going really, on. really exciting stuff happening at BSN Denver. Anyways, Breckenridge is the official beer of BSN Denver, and you guys have been so cool chiming in, letting us know when you're drinking some, letting us know when you're searching for some. Uh, there, I know there's some stuff in the comments today that we'll get on. It's really become a part of the subculture of this podcast, and and that's just a testament to you guys as a community. Uh, and so we appreciate you guys supporting them because every time you do and you tag them and you tweet at us, uh, it supports us as well. So keep on doing that. We really appreciate it. It's really, really, really awesome. You it know what is- else is awesome? What's that? Strava Craft Coffee. Hey. It's a CBD-enriched coffee that's really changed lives. Their reviews are incredible, so check them out. 
It's a CBD-infused coffee. It's taken away long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS, decreases anxiety, a lot of different things. It does different stuff for everyone, so find out what it does for you. It's an all-natural and non-psychoactive ingredient. CBD is, of course. And the coffee's rich and chasty. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you, co- when you use code BSN2019 at checkout, and you'll get it shipped straight to your door. All right, Zach. A new all-time record. For questions on a podcast that includes after games, things are getting out of control. We have 50 comments today. Quick, I mean, this has quickly gotten absurd. Very absurd. You guys, you In the guys best are way possible. awesome. Exactly. We've created this beautiful monster, and that is you guys. Yeah, uh, it's like, uh, like uh, Frankenstein or something. Like we just we it got out of control. So let's hope they're all like this one coming in from Super Bowl. And he says, quick hitters. We love those when you have 50 of these to get to. He says, if you haven't subscribed yet, you need a capacity test. I wish I laughed as much as Zach. A.J. Johnson will start at least six games. Broncos wide receivers drop the ball in Madden as much as they have in camp. Which wide receiver are we drafting next year, RK? Can you guess what I'm going to say? You're going to say Jerry Judy. Definitely not. Worst name in the draft. (laughs) LaVisca Chenault, best name in the draft. Easy answer. No surprise there. Next one from Oklahoma Bronco 58. He says, hey, y'all, three of my friends and I are going, are trying to get up to the Broncos game in Kansas City, but I wasn't sure when the best time to buy tickets would be. Really quick, speaking of LaVisca Chenault, um, this guy told me I didn't have to credit him, but Nick Kendall, we were talking the other day, <laughs> uh, actually this morning, and he pointed out to me, you want to get a, a preview of what LaVisca Chenault would look like in this offense? Check out what Jalen Hurd is doing for the 49ers offense. He's like a very, very poor man's version of uh, LaVisca Chanel. I mean, everyone's a, there's no such thing as anything oh but a poor man's gosh. version of LaVisca Chanel. Uh, but he is similar, a big, like a big do-it-all type of wide receiver. Yards after catch, not exactly asking him to be a precise route runner. Just get him the ball and let him make noise. He's already making a lot of noise for them in the preseason. So uh, keep an eye on what he, what he does against this defense because that's what LaVisca Chenault would be in this Shanahan offense. Mm, I like that. He goes on and says, we want good seats but don't want to break the bank on tickets. Does anyone have suggestions? P.S. I'm going with three Chiefs fans, so I'm going to need to pound about my 50 Breck brews. or I'm going to have to pound about 50, 50 Breck brews before the game to try to retain my sanity. Please don't do that. Um, you can have like... What's a safe in amount? Seven? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <have> seven. <laughs> Depends on who you are, I guess. <laughs> Can you handle seven? Oh, boy. Before a game. That'd be a crazy night. All right. That'd be a crazy game. I feel like s- seven pre-game beers gets me right where I need to be. So just get that 15-pack, and then you can have eight left over. But I also like to cut corners. I'll do like a beer, then a shot, a beer, then a shot, a beer, then a shot. <laughs> I would recommend if you're buying tickets to this game, look now. Don't wait. Yeah. Uh, you know what? One thing that sucks about the NFL being America's tr- true pastime is that there's no cheap way to get into a game. No, especially if you want good seats. Yep. Good luck. All right. Next one here. Oh, goodness. is from Flamunda Cheese. Mm. <laughs> Says, well, you got me. We got him. I've been a Broncos fan all my life, but no one cares about my backstory, so let's just leave it at that. I wish that was a, a way to start a short comment. It is not. He says the tar- tarantula migration happens every year. Stop it. It's. I grew up in southern Cal- Colorado. It's just something you get used to. 
not getting used to that. You don't Never just going get used south. to seeing tarantulas no, crawling around. You don't. I don't. Nope. Not happening. Don't think so. Anyways, he said, I just moved to Maine for work. Their water is better. Oh, the water is better in Denver. I was about to be mad. <laughs> Apparently, the tarantula migration did bother him. Why? Moved to Maine. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, number three. This one's for Pat. Number four. Before I left Colorado a few weeks ago, I tried Faux 95 you Noodle said it. House. I'm proud of you. Oh, I didn't say it the wrong way. <laughs> uh, 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 I don't know. You just said the word. Off federal. They have the foking challenge. I'm not going <laughs> to fall for this trap. Uh, you have to give them two days notice to participate, and all ingredients must be consumed to become a foking winner. It has two pounds of noodles, two pounds of meat, 200 ounces of broth, and a separate plate of vegetables. I saw a guy finish it, and they gave him a shirt that said, I'm a foking winner. <laughs> His friend was not as hungry and didn't finish the challenge. He got a bright pink shirt that said, I'm a foking loser. Do either of you feel like you're up to the challenge? Nope. Under Absolutely no circumstances not. would I even consider participating in such a thing. Yeah. You took the words out of my mouth. Um, start with the noodles. Two pounds of noodles, not possible. No. Then you add in the meat. Two pounds of meat, maybe on a good day. Not possible. On its own. This is where it is a real deal breaker for me. 200 ounces of broth? That's hard. That is... That's 10 of those. Yes. I, I, I was going to pull out my, my water bottle. 10 of these. That's insane. And does it? Is there a time limit? They probably have some rule where you can't go to the bathroom either. Right. Like that's the thing that would just. There's no way you can drink 200 ounces of anything. How in the, how big is this bowl we're talking about? 200 ounces, I guess. Well, you have to have room for the noodles too. Oh my god! A 400 what, ounce bowl. Yeah. What does that look like? This table. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> Anyways, he goes on. Is the national media biased toward the Broncos more than I thought? Did you hear about Evan Silva's wide receiver rankings? Don't even know who that is, so no. On the August 6th Fantasy Feed podcast, he ranked Emmanuel Sanders at the bottom of his ninth tier of wide receivers. He stated that he scratched him off of his cheat sheets because he's a 32-year-old guy returning off a late-season Achilles tear, and he doesn't trust him at all. I'm not going to lie, he says. I'm, if I draft him, it won't be early. But why would anyone think there are over 150 receivers better than Sanders? Is this an Adam Rank move for attention, or do you really think he believes what he wrote? Yeah, I think he believes it. And look, this guy has how many players is he evaluating and, and, and stacking up? Of course he's not going to look at the tea leaves of everyone and see what BSN Denver is saying about Emmanuel Sanders. That's why you guys have to tune into this local coverage to see what's going on with the Broncos. Because, Ryan, if I'm doing this, and I see that there's a 32-year-old receiver coming off Achilles surgery and another surgery in Jacksonville, I'm probably just going to write that. So I'm not even going to bash him too hard for that just because that that's why you have to turn to us, guys, is because we know where Emmanuel's at. We're not just going to say he's a 32-year-old coming off an Achilles. I'm going to bash him. Uh, that's a joke. Uh, 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 that's an absolute joke. Um, I realize that that's the first thing you notice if you're an outsider looking into it. But if you do any semblance of research, like I'm talking like you just look at his social media page, you would find out that, okay, he's already looking good. He's back. If you listen to Vic Fangio, you're hearing him say like he looks exactly like, you know, everyone said around here. You're, you're talking about a local coverage, though. I know, but do a little more work. Just do a little more work. And yes, of course, I agree with you should. But I just know that that's not how people operate. I wish They're I was going to do the good, this quick Google. I wish I was in a fantasy league of non Broncos fans because both Phil and Emmanuel 
They're the entire offense. They're also going to go way too high in both of our leagues. What I'm saying is all these fantasy quote-unquote experts are telling you these guys suck when we're talking about two people that are going to be, I would say, like, you're going to get fourth round or higher value out of both guys. Oh, of course. Of course. I, I told I mean, you're going to get second round value. This guy's saying, like, Emmanuel Sanders is going undrafted. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Ryan, this comment doesn't even count in the 50. This is only one of 50. This isn't like 10 of 50. Very true. We're in trouble. He goes on, Devin Bush is obviously the real deal. I like Fant, but Bush is a day one starter at a position we've been burned at for years on end. Ted ends always thrash the Broncos D. Why didn't we at least get a first round pick for next year for our number 10 overall pick? Yeah, I mean, I'm all about if you're going to, you got to get a first round in that. Um, But according to the draft value chart, they got a good deal. I get what you're saying. I just you're not seeing the whole picture. They ended up getting Fant, Locke, and Reisner. Now they could have had Bush and Reisner, which so- still sounds really good. But when you com- when you have the whole package, I just think you have to see the future a little bit. It wasn't the win now move, which is counterintuitive. It was not the win now move. But you gotta see the full picture, and you gotta see you gotta see Drew Lock through to the end before you criticize the pick or the move. Seven. This one's for John. Eight. I bought four six packs of Strawberry Sky with brought four six packs of Strawberry Sky with me to Maine, thinking it would tide me over for a bit. When I met my neighbor for the first time, I gave him a cold one to break the ice. He then invited the entire neighborhood <laughs> over to meet me and drink my beer. Now I don't have any Strawberry Sky and too many friends. I used the Breckenridge Beer Finder and realized I have to drive to Boston for more Strawberry Sky. Please send help. Sorry my first comment was long. I had to get it all off my chest. Future comments will be much shorter. Love having you on board. And, hey, now we know Strawberry Sky's in Boston. Strawberry Sky's in Boston, and that is so awesome because that guy drank your Strawberry Sky and was like, this is the best beer I've ever had. I have to show the whole neighborhood what this Colorado, what they're doing over there in Colorado. <laughs> so make him drive to Boston and get you 10 more six-packs. He oughta. Next one coming in from Bronco Matt. He says, some shocking news on Sirius XM NFL radio this morning. Tony Romo was asked of all the teams in the NFL, who are people sleeping on? He said the Broncos because Coach Vic and the acquisition of Flacco. What do you guys think? Matt, we talked about it. Yeah, that's uh, that's some love. We got we to gotta give Tony Romo the credit for being a national guy, giving the Broncos love. I've always been a Romo guy. Always liked him. Never had an issue. Uh, liked him as a player, like him as an analyst. Yep. Good guy all around. Kevin Hogan just had a nice left-footed punt to uh, River Craycraft. As and Drew Locke walks on the field and says, yep, that's what you're going to be doing in a few weeks, just punting balls. Is he left-footed or was that impressive? I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Let's see if he does it again. Well, he just caught a ball with his, yeah. Yeah, he's a left-footed punter. Let's see if Drew's kicking it with his left foot. Mm, Drew Locke drops it. Nope, oh, a little hacky good. sack. Yeah, God. a little soccer move. Just one of those guys. Like he just passed it perfectly with a little kick, a little drop kick. Oh, uh, he looks so good. He's such a baller. All right, from Lax Freak. Wait, yeah. Yep. Hey guys, do you believe Cortland Sutton is a bust? Meaning we will not resign him after his rookie contract is up. You guys have been down and said he's invisible in the offense. Last year, you guys were talking about what a great guy he was with the right attitude. I really like Sutton and believe he'll be a valuable player for years to come as a Bronco. Where do you guys stand on this? Thanks for the coverage. There's a lot of uncertainty because, like you said, last year, super high on him. This year, definitely not as high on him. I want to see what he does this year. It's it's too hard to tell with two years left on his contract after this year where he's going to be, but he needs to take that next step. 
because you guys are family, I don't feel the need to like hold anything back from you guys. Something changed in Cortland Sutton. Like when he came in, he was extremely humble. He said all the right things. He was gracious. And I don't know what a switch flipped and, and he's not that guy anymore. And, and to me, it coincides with a little bit of a lack of development. So that's the truth. And I'm not jumping off the Cortland Sutton train because he's very, very, very talented. He has a lot of things in the bag, a lot of tools, but you have to develop. You cannot get complacent. And so I just, I don't, right now I'm not seeing number one wide receiver. I'm not seeing a situation where Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton are the next DT in Emmanuel. Right, exactly. And this year's huge. He's got to trend up. He cannot stay where he was. Next one coming in from the Otis Merriweather. I'll read it. Hey, guys, just wanted to drop in and say after watching the no, first. No, that's not what I was talking about. You skipped one. I skipped one. You? Oh, wow. Well, we're out of order. I have a surprise one here. Okay. The un... Try to find this one. The UNFGVN. Mm. For some reason, that's one after for me. Oh, that's weird. The... I... Oh, I don't even see yours. You can you can read the yours. The Unforgiven. The Unforgiven. I love it. He says, hey, Zach and Ryan, been a listener for about a year now, and when I heard you wanted 100 more subscribers, I had to show my support and become a subscriber. We got him. I live in Bakersville, California, and surrounded by Raiders fans, but my father-in-law is a diehard Steelers fan, and with the past couple of years, it's been hard to argue the fact the Broncos are the best franchise ever, but with new season getting ready to start, my hopes are high. My question is to you guys, is has Mike Munchak truly made a difference on the offensive line, or was he extremely overhyped? Thanks for all the awesome content. RIP, Mr. Bowling, go Broncos. Okay, um, to start, welcome. Thank you for joining us. We actually caught a ton of new subscribers after that uh, call, so we're not quite to 100. In fact, not very far, but we got a bunch. So if you're sitting there listening to this thinking, man... I just want Ryan and Zach to have success in life, and I and I want them to double the record for most successful sale ever. Then use that promo code Broncos Camp. Get in on this thing. You're gonna get ten dollars off. You're gonna get a brand new shirt. Uh, you're the softest shirt you'll ever own. You're going to get our articles, Zach. I saw Eamon Badwin tweet at you yesterday something that was super awesome to me because this is a sentence that only a BSN Denver subscriber can say. He said. Great story, Zach. I really enjoyed listening to it. <laughs> yep. You get to listen to the articles yep. if you don't want to read them. Um, the, the, the endless benefits are endless. And you get to comment on this podcast and make us do really, really long podcasts like the one we're in the midst of right now. Broncos camp still going on? Promo code is Broncos camp. We don't know how long it's going to be there for because technically we're kind of in training camp still. Not really. And training camp officially ends on Saturday. I don't know if it's going to last any longer than official Broncos camp is going on. That's true. It's going to have some, something that's going to have to be discussed at tonight's company mm. meeting. So uh, don't we'll be, we'll hesitate. be pounding the table, but like we said, this is such a good deal that it's probably too good to be true. Probably not lasting long, so use that code Broncos camp. All right. Anyways, his question, Mike Munchak, overhyped or not overhyped? Not overhyped. 
No, the the things we've heard, especially from Derek Wolf earlier this week, when he was saying how Derek will beat them on a move, or maybe it was Bradley Chubb, I don't remember. It was Derek. Derek said when the defensive lineman beat the offensive lineman on a move, they'll try that same move the next day, and Mike Munchak has already corrected the offensive lineman on how to stop that, and then that move doesn't work. Pretty awesome. Next one's from Otis Merriweather. Hey, guys, just wanted to drop in and say after watching the first couple episodes of Hard Knocks, I think we can agree that it'll be fun to root against safety Jonathan (laughs) Abram for the foreseeable future. He's just one of those guys. Yeah, and boy, is he an easy guy to not like, especially in a Raiders uniform, especially after he takes a cheap shot. I don't feel like he's easy to not like, but I'm biased. Oh, I I think he's a perfect Raider. I'm biased here because I I met him at the Senior Bowl mm. and he was super super nice. Yeah, yeah. He he seems like a different person, doesn't he? He I mean he definitely you're, he's gonna draw a 15 yard penalty for like hitting Philip Lindsay out of bounds and yep. then the hate will run rampant from there for yep. the rest of his career. Exactly. So I can understand that, but. Pers- from personal experience, he's a really nice guy. Next one coming in from DJC15 says, "Hey boys, long time no comment. All the ultimate talk." All the ultimate talk perked my ears up, being 6'3 with a 6'6 wingspan, built like a, built like a tight end, and naturally Flex. a football Flex. and in basketball Flex. player. I was a handler safety blanket and first look when close to the end zone. Flex. Wow. They, they knew if they put in anywhere in my facility, I was going to come up with the disc regardless of how tight the opponents were trying to cover me. Flex. I played for a for a bit on my college club team. Hashtag humble brag. A lot of flexes in I think there. there were a lot of humble brag. I think there were just a lot of brags in there. Don't pop a blood vessel with all that flexing. That's impressive, DJ. I, too, played on a college club team for a little bit. We it was our we were like an expansion team. Mm. It was our first year of existence, and goodness gracious, we were bad. <laughs> it was, but it was fun. I had fun. That's all that matters, Not as right? much fun as when my, my high school team was winning the state championship, that's for sure. Mm. But still had some moments. Well, I'm glad you had fun. I got to experience Fort Collins for the first time and Greeley for the first time while I was on that team. One of those is fun places. I had more fun in Greeley. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I really honestly did. Next, I, both of them one. were just house parties. <laughs> one was better than the other one. Next one coming in from Bronco Born. Bronco Brad says, what's up, y'all? This question is more for Ryan. Sorry, Zach. Here's a little break from Bronco talk at the beginning. What's your favorite type of golf course? Like links or shorter precision. Also, I'm trying to plan a golf trip up to Colorado for next year. What are the play- must plays up there? Love the content as always. And not to leave you out, Zach, what's your choice of cheese for your genius cheese blankets? P.S. I'm 100% trying to get in the fantasy league, but won't be able to go up there for the draft. Would that be okay if there's still room in it? Well, there's not room in it. I'm sorry. But you can get on the waiting list. And if you are accepted in, then yeah, it doesn't matter if you're not here. It's obviously way cooler if you are. Um, as for my favorite style, Golf courses? You didn't mention them. Mountain golf courses. Mm. You mostly can only get them in Colorado. And that's why if you ever come out here, there's a few you got to play. The first one I'll mention um, is uh, Fossil Trace, especially since they uh, have been uh, a supporter of BSN, but also because it's the most fun course, in my opinion, on the front range. It's pretty. And it has a mountain feel to it, even though it actually isn't in the mountains. Mountain course, my favorite is the Raven. We've talked about that before. And then Common Ground, which is out here in Denver, is a really fun course. It is more links, if anything. Um, yeah, I'd say so too. Shut up. But uh, <laughs> I love it because I when I when I finish that course, got to clean off every club in the bag. It really makes you makes you use the whole arsenal uh, rather than uh, there's a lot of courses you play where like 
you're just hitting like a driver wedge or like some some courses it's like a four iron and then a wedge like it's they're too short and then they're too repetitive that one you don't really get much of the same yeah it's a dirty dirty course i'll tell you it's actually pretty clean <laughs> um and for my cheese blankets my woven cheese blankets i use string cheese <laughs> i don't think you could do it with anything else exactly no can you buy string cheese that's already strung Wow, that would be perfect. <laughs> Zach's cheese blankets. One of the weirdest things of all time. All right, next one here is from Bad188. He says, my dudes, you got to help me find out who the new sub is called BSN Balls Out. He's from Raleigh, North Carolina, like me, and went to North Carolina State just like my wife and me for a year. If you're reading this tweet, tweet me at Bad188, B-A-D-O-N-E, number eight, number eight. We need to figure out if we know each other. Now for Broncos talk. Is there a possibility that Elway would trade with the Redskins for Trent Williams? GB can be a cheap swing tackle, and then we can decline his fifth-year option. Or move him to guard and Reisner to center. Small thought, but hey, it's worth, worth asking. So happy to hear Butt and Bryce are back at practice. Easy answer? No. Nope. Nope, this won't happen. They just paid Juwan James to be the highest, although temporary, right tackle in the league. Uh, Garrett Bowles, they are not giving up on right now. Probably a year too late on this or too early on this. Garrett Bowles is a bust. Maybe they do it next year, but not. it is not in the cards this year. Definitely not. From Chris O'Brien, keeping it short and sweet today. Do you think Bosby has any potential of beating out Yadam for third corner? What will his role be on the team? Sure. But I like what Yadam's done so far. It, it, it's still possible. Yadam hasn't like fully locked that up, but he's he's probably the guy. Yeah, I'm calling that. I'm calling that race. Mm, um, Sharpie. Sharpie for ding, Yadam. Ding, ding, ding. Yep, he's wow. he's three on the depth chart, and I think Bosby will be four. Bosby's making the team. Yep. Next one coming in from Elway all the way. Is that the is that the right one? Yep. He says, in the words of Ryan, we got him. I just found this podcast and needed more on my Broncos. Been a fan since the Orange Crush defense, and John Elway was my favorite player. I was bummed when he retired, but when he signed Peyton, who I watched in college and got to meet his first day of practice in the NFL, I never forgot when he said what he said to my friend. I hope they don't fire me on the first day, LOL. Sorry for being long. Classic self-deprecating <laughs> It seriously is. Sorry for being long. Just my first comment. I just want to let you guys know what great job you're doing. Zach, I love the laugh. I love you, Elway, all the way. He actually said Zach. He's Zatch. talking about Zach. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Just wanted to throw this out there. I never was a Paxton fan, and before the draft, I felt the same with Drew, but he has earned my respect with quietly becoming the number two man for now. All right. Thanks for joining us. Love it. Welcome, Elway. From Iceman. Hey, boys. Ah, podcast magic as usual. As always, more Allie and Lindsay. The second that Allie and Lindsay show up to Broncos training camp, they can come on the podcast. Oh. All right. He said, now it's time to go do my homework for tonight. Ryan, I do truly despise the Bachelor Bachelorette franchises. No, you don't. Bad spelling just to make you giggle and to be entertained. Mr. Stevens, go Broncos. <laughs> Iceman. I'm impressed. You've come a long way. Look how short that comment was. Really I'm short. Impressed. I think he chimed in later, though, too. No, probably. <laughs> Boucher all day says, there has to be someone in the open market that can rejuvenate this return game. Probably not. Yeah. What are the chances of us picking someone up after the initial cuts to fill that nasty void? Slim. Is it worth a roster spot if that's all they're capable of? No. Lastly, I just want a debate to be put to rest for me from the Broncos community. Are donuts a breakfast food or are they a treat slash dessert? I've always had the impression that it's a breakfast food, but my wife claims it's a dessert. 
Thank you guys for what you do. Damn good coverage. You tell me, Zach. Come on. This is easy. Go ahead. They are definitely not breakfast. They are, and I think this is like a, this is me sitting on the fence. They're a breakfast dessert. <laughs> no. Get off the fence. You never think like, oh, I just had a good steak. Now I want a donut. You should. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's not something that you have for dessert. So, it, does a frappuccino fall in the same category as a breakfast dessert? Yes. No. How? I I, I don't because it's not breakfast. A frappuccino is the same as a donut. They if used to make those like protein me, frappuccinos. I would have gone for that. Yep. If you're gonna tell me that a donut is breakfast, then a frappuccino is breakfast. You're gonna tell me a donut is dessert, then a frappuccino is dessert. The exact just, same. It. It's all about the time of day that you consume them. When is the last time you had a donut after dinner? That's when dessert happens. Probably never. Okay. That's why it's a breakfast dessert. Treat. He says treat or dessert. I, d- I mean, I guess if you're... It definitely goes in the treat category. But it can replace... Bre- like, you're not going to eat eggs, bacon, and toast and then throw a donut on top of it. It right, can so replace it be, breakfast. It can't be dessert. It can't be a breakfast dessert because there's no such thing. What's a protein shake? What is a protein shake? It has protein and, and uh, shake Is form? it a breakfast dessert? Because like a shake is a dessert. Or is it, a, or I guess a shake is a treat. I'm confused. It's breakfast. I think that a protein shake is the perfect breakfast dessert. But you don't have a protein shake with breakfast. No, no. I'm saying it's like, <laughs> I see where I'm throwing you off. <laughs> and, and it's my fault. It can be, it's like, it's like a breakfast treat. It can be breakfast, but it's also a treat. I'm so confused with how the, how you're tying all of this back. You're just trying to confuse me, so I say yes <laughs> to your nonsense that argument. Sounds like something my girlfriend would say. <laughs> That's when I just stop talking. Then uh, you can't win. Um, so the podcast is yours. Well, okay. The rest what, of it. What are we going here with? You're 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 sticking dessert. I'm going treat. All right, I'll, treat. I'll, I'll I'll join you on the treat train. <laughs> but it can replace breakfast. Yeah, it shouldn't, but it can. You're right, Ryan. I spoke too early. Iceman chiming in again. He says, "Hey, boys." Seven takeaways from the assignment. One, AB's feet are di- Antonio Brown's feet are disgusting. Don't talk about uh, Zach's girlfriend like that. <laughs> Two, uh, sim- close to the initials. Two, Keelan Doss is on their roster bubble. That's true. Three, Mr. B. Four, car needs protection. Yep. Five, Rams won day one of the joint practices. They literally said that on there. So, yes. Six, rookies played well day two of the joint practices. And seven, the great Raiders killer Elway. Go Broncos. Zach, I have a confession. Uh-oh. You didn't do your homework? No, I did my homework. Oh. But the answer to the homework is that you can't really learn anything <laughs> from our dogs. I was scratching my brain from the moment I started watching. I was like, what is Ryan going to take away from this? Because there is nothing. You know my two biggest takeaways? John Gruden is an absolute goober. And I mean that in the best way possible and the worst way possible. The worst Just way. Every way possible. He is a goober. And then also Richie Incognito is the one, like, shaming people for fighting. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who is this? But, oh, God, I wish I could remember. Uh, Richard Richard something or other, the guy from the, the therapist from Parks and Rec. That, okay. That he always he, – he, like, went to – he went he got therapy. Now he's, like, at peace. Richie Incognito. Oh, Richie. Yeah, he even mentioned his therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Ten seconds. Take a deep breath. <laughs> um, okay, so here's what I realized. 
There's nothing that you can learn from Hard Knocks from a football perspective that you also wouldn't see on the tape. Like, I right. learned in Hard Knocks that their offensive line kind of sucks. But you would also learn that from watching the tape. Right. So, right. I was wrong. But you never uh, know. It's it's not – actually, no, I wasn't wrong yet. No, you were I might wrong. be wrong by that. the end of this. But – It could change. There, All you need is one thing for me to be right. I also learned – yeah, that's true. How much – like, how emotional John Gruden is over Antonio Brown. He's just, like, sitting in corners, standing in corners, uh, inside the building, outside the building, like, Man, I wish AB comes back. Yeah, well, they went out on a limb, and like I think he vouched for him because he's like, oh, I interviewed him before a Monday Night Football game, like that type of thing, and now he's looking bad because of it. I'd say he went out on a foot. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, on my girlfriend's foot. <laughs> what? I don't like John Gruden at all. <laughs> I would freaking love playing for him. No, nope. I would love it. He's fake. I would love it. Um, the the best part of the whole episode was Glennon, my guy, Mike Glennon. No, oh my goes God. out there and has a great drive to start. Yep. And he's like, he's like, I like this Glennon guy now. <laughs> and you clearly can tell that that meant at one point he was like talking to the coaches, like this Glennon guy sucks. <laughs> yep. And so then he goes out and he's like, Glennon was composed. I like this Glennon guy. And then by the end of it, he literally said, he looks at Mike Glennon and says, are you a blockhead? <laughs> How things change so quickly. He also says, what the F are you doing? Multiple times to him. <laughs> and that throw on the goal line, yep. he had no defense. He's, he, Gruden's like, what the F are you doing? Yep. And Mike Glennon's like, I, uh, single high. Uh, and he uh, says uh, it again. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't care. What the F are you doing? And, and Glennon's like, I... A bad throw. Bad throw. <laughs> like, yeah, worst throw ever. Yep. <laughs> oh, you're about to get hit with a blowing Oh, wow. Sign. Wow, we got some drama in this tent. Next one coming in from Dan Burke. He says, I don't agree with the Sutton is slow narrative. I'm going to bore y'all with some numbers, but I'm in my feelings for the second day in a row, and it's Wednesday, so it's legal. Sutton had a faster three cone than Sanders. Sutton had a similar 20-yard short shuttle to Sanders. Sutton had the same 60-yard short shuttle as Sanders. Not to mention his 10-yard split of his 40 was uh, second and a half, which is similar to DJ Chark and Jair Alexander. For a dude that size to have short area quickness like that is crazy. Tim Patrick isn't even in the same stratosphere. Just so you know, Dan Burke, the wide receivers are right in front of us. Heard all of that. Sutton probably loves you. Tim Patrick, not so much. Okay, um, here's the thing. None of that matters. Because Emmanuel Sanders gets open consistently against number one corners, and we saw for four weeks that Sutton couldn't do it. And I looked it up. Oh, I wish I could remember. I, th I think I have the numbers here. When I said Tim Patrick is faster than him, and I said it's because of his 40 time, Patrick ran a 4.47, Sutton ran a 4.54. So that was my defense of that. I never. We weren't talking about quickness. We were talking about speed. Even then, I don't see the quickness. Not seeing it. Oh, my God. We still have, like, 40 questions left, Ryan. Oh, my gosh. We're rolling. From H-Town Bronco. He says, just saw something really cool that I wanted to share with the fam. Although it doesn't mean anything. It's just fun. So the NFL ranked the 15 best all-time plays in the preseason. All-time, oh Zach. Oh, my gosh. And at number four, yes, number four all-time, oh Jawan Winfrey's toe-tapping, game-winning touchdown <laughs> against the Falcons. All I can say is a damn good play by a damn good player. Have a damn good day. Jawan Winfrey is doing toe touches right now. 
He's doing some uh, some footwork, so that is very fitting, H-Town Bronco. Broncos Brit73 comes in and says, Just caught up with the last two pods. Great work, guys. You have made preseason and opening and open training a pleasure to listen to. RK, you have to experience fish and chips here. Zach, you can have tartar sauce on fish and chips with most people having salt and vinegar as well. Ah, love salt and vinegar chips. Salt and vinegar chips are the best kind would, of chips. Would like to know, does Vic talk to all players, and how do the players react to him? Keep up the good work, guys. Have a great day. Hashtag DN4L. Yeah, uh, he talks to everyone for sure. He commands respect. I don't know what else to add to that. He made Noah Fant giggle on he the sideline? He did. Side he made a joke to Noah Fant the other day. <laughs> From Broncos Tech 70. Hey, guys. Go ahead and drop another. Got, Got him. him. Just subscribed today. Sentex Bronco, a.k.a. my son, turned me on to the podcast a few weeks ago, and I'm sold. It's a family hey, affair, Zach. love it, Bronco Tech. I was born and raised in Denver, and I'll bleed orange and blue till I die. Appreciate the good coverage and entertainment. I'm excited for the season, of course, with realistic expectations. No real input this time. Just wanted to say thanks and keep it up. I don't know why. I just, well, I do know why. I get goosebumps, like, once a podcast listening to you guys. That one did it for me, Bronco Techs. Zach. They're in shorts today, and as Bradley Chubb would call them, squishy pads. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like hearing a 265-pound piece of muscle call something a squishy pad. Something that he wears. Oh, this is my squishy pads. <laughs> it reminds me of Finding Nemo. It's good news that they are, because we knew this was going to be a pretty dead practice today, and we are going to be podcasting during the entire thing. <laughs> yes. Yes, we certainly are. I'll switch. Since you're uh, doing the observations at the next break, I'll switch seats with you. <laughs> so I can. <laughs> and uh, you can watch practice from here. <laughs> Hopefully they're not on the far field, which I just have a feeling they will be. Next one from Carpaccio. Chris says, just booked my game tickets and flight ticket from L.A. to Denver for the game against the Chiefs. That's going to be the fun. The game is going to be freaking lit. Freaking lit is right. P.S. B.I.P. is getting crazy. Yes, it is. Did anyone else see Christian try to karate kick Jordan before Jordan body slammed him? Pure entertainment. I did see that, and I literally let out a, a, a audible, oh, <laughs> when, when uh, Jordan body slammed him because I, I like Jordan. He's, I mean, he's a lot, but I don't like Christian. Did the karate kick kind of look like Emmanuel Sanders going after Cortland Sutton? That's a flying punch. <laughs> it's a classic <laughs> UFC technique, <laughs> I think. Um, no, I didn't notice the karate kick, but I did see – the tackle from Jordan, and I got hyped about it. Brian Boz says, hey, heard you guys discussing the roster makeup and said you wouldn't lose sleep over the loss of Trinity Benson. <laughs> Keep your voice down. Curious, has he <laughs> fell behind in camp? Because I remember in the beginning you guys had some praise for him. Also, have they tried him in the return game? Just wondering, thanks for the feedback. Keep up the good work. And he caught the ball. Uh, he didn't the last time. Oh, really? Yep. Um, it's not his uh, It's not his fault. He's just not a guy that you would lose sleep over cutting. Yeah, and it, because he's a guy you can get on the practice squad. Also, the big difference between all these guys, we're talking Kelvin McKnight Jr., Stephen Dunbar, downtown Fred Brown, Brendan Langley, Trinity Benson. All of these guys, their production has gone down a lot since Emmanuel Sanders got back right. out here because they don't need any more help on the first-team offense. Who's the undrafted guy with the Raiders that they're really, really... Keelan Doss. Yeah, Keelan Doss. Just wait for his name to disappear when Antonio Brown is back. Yes, very true. Brian... Ben... Oh, oh, sorry. It's you. You uh, were right. I just said it wrong. From Ben and SLC. To T-Dub's comment the other day about not finding Breck Brews in Utah, I got them at my local Smith's in Rose Park. There it is. It's not an expensive select. It's not an expansive selection, uh, and it's a l 
in its low point, but it's there. Also, SLC BSN meetup is a must. From what I understand, that hey, if you can find anything in Utah, you're good. Mm-hmm. You're golden. Mm-hmm. Next one from Brent G17. He says, "Hate to say it, but the Breck Beer Locator oh, is letting no. me down. I have been to two locations where they said Strawberry Sky was, and the people there have never heard of it. I'm jonesing for the sky." Dang. That's sad. And Zach. Yeah, sorry, Brent G. They have uh, migrated to the other field. Of course. Of course so. they have. We're about to have to do the uh, the old tradition where I stand behind you. All right. You're going to be here for like an hour. So I hope you uh, got your, I hope you limbered up this morning. Next one's from Thick Fangio. First off, awesome to hear about all the BSNers in Virginia. Uh, I've been known to have a lot of weird food habits. And I read this earlier. It is weird, Zach. Well, I admit that putting cottage cheese on a sandwich could be considered weird. Yes, it could. The thing I get roasted for the most is running my ramen water through the coffee pot instead of boiling slash nuking it. But I don't think that's weird at all. Oh, come on. The weirdest, however, is not... Zach, you don't need to come here. They're just (laughs) stretching. I'll let you know. I'll let you know when you need to come up. He says, the weirdest thing, uh, however, is not something I ate, but rather something I didn't. All right. First of all, the ramen... So I think what he does is he puts the brick of ramen in the coffee carafe i believe that's what those are called yep yep and then he just runs the water without any coffee in the filter okay so then it just puts hot water in there and then you just pour the raw it's like the ramen you just pour it out of the carafe okay all right unnecessary but i can see why it would work (laughs) hey i've made uh salmon in the dishwasher so that's disgusting no it's not yes it is what's disgusting about it I didn't what do you wash mean you dishes. Made salmon <laughs> in like, the dishwasher. It's not like I had a full, full, a uh, full load of dishes with soap in there. You're talking to me like this is something everyone does. Don't give me this. There. What are you talking about? Okay, you take the salmon, you put some, um, some lemon in there and any other spices that you You're want. You're making this up. No, I'm not. Then you wrap it in probably like three layers of tin foil. You don't want any water getting in there. Make it nice and tight. You've got nothing else in the dishwasher, and you don't put any soap in there. You put it on the top rack. Give it a nice, uh, you know, a nice run through there on a short cycle. Pull it out, steamed salmon, right there for you. No, I'm not buying it. I'm you, not. You're not tricking me. Google it. To pull, no, I'm not googling this. I'm not gonna have that on my Google machine. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Uh, all I'm telling you is it is press and it's like plug and play. You are. All you such, gotta do is press start. You're such a liar. And 20 minutes later, you have dinner. You are such a liar. <laughs> I'm being completely honest. You are such a liar. All right, he goes on. A little backstory. I love cheese. Now you're caught up. Thanks for the backstory. Wow. So when I was a young warthog, I one day decided that Parmesan cheese is so good, I'm going to eat a handful of it. It's absolutely disgusting by itself. I disagree. Yeah, I totally disagree. I've done that. For probably around 10 to 15 years after that, I would not eat Parmesan on my pasta wow. or anywhere else. I was probably 22 or 23 when I finally ended my Parmesan strike. <laughs> Wow. Here's the thing. Shredded Parmesan, if you get poor quality shredded Parmesan, it is not good on its own. Mm. And it's really not that good in anything. If you get the, the s- super thinly sliced, ah, you know what I'm talking slivered. about? Yes. The slivered. You can see through it. Yeah. Yep. You can just eat those like oh, chips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, yeah. Anyways, he says, love the pod. Zach, your laugh is a symphony to my ears. It reminds me of my best friend in high school. Never change. I'm about to take you on the best concert of your life. Are you? I don't know. Steve Atwater Hall of Fame. Is it possible that special teams have struggled in preseason games because the guys that will be playing special teams in the regular season aren't playing much right now? Or have you seen the struggles in training camp? Yeah. It's a struggle fest right now to me. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Next one from Mr. Freeze. Oh, that's a response. From Pig Bemis. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that does that sound weird put best together? Part is, or? It's a, is it's an accidental typo, but we're not letting you change it. Oh I, my gosh, it's he, yeah. Are there two letters that are wrong? No, just one. It's an M instead of an N, and he purposely flipped the other two letters. See if you can put this together. Got it. Right. There we go. Normally, I would tell you how to change your name, but I want you i want you to have to live with this because I don't want to have to say that every day. Pig Bemis, yep. From Pig Bemis. <laughs> hey, dudes, new sub here. Got him. Uh, but been a Broncos fan for all 26 years of my life. Oh, he's like Youngin. us. I moved to West Michigan from Castle Rock when I started college in 2012. And I, Western Michigan, that would be Western Michigan. Probably western part of Central Michigan. Central Michigan is the, uh, oh my god, I'm drawing a the blank Mustangs. right now. No, western Michigan is the Mustangs. There we go. Central Michigan is the um, the Chippewas. Sure. Is that what it Sounds is? Sounds good. Chips up. Um, anyways, he says, national media is an absolute joke for Colorado coverage, so thanks for the great content. His first jersey was Rod Smith. His favorite uniform is all blue with orange trim. Uh, first football memory was watching L.A. get spun around by three Packers at a Super Bowl party when I was very young, and I've only missed a handful of games since. That's actually one of my first yep. memories yep. as well. My mom used to Skype me in on all the games that were not on basic cable in Michigan just to keep my viewership streak alive. Ooh, wow. Impressive. I also try to see an away game every year, and this year it'll be Buffalo. Um, interesting choice. Uh, obviously, I'm flooded with Lions coverage out here, but it's wild how similar both these teams are. Strong defense with a defensive head coach, big-armed quarterback, and they hope to throw off of the run game. Both Iowa, both have an Iowa tight end yeah. this year, not to mention very similar records since Manning's departure. The only difference is that defensive-minded head coach is a looney tune. This one has his head strapped on. Very true. He says, finally, my question. With the NFL, at the NFC North playing the AFC West, can you guys give me any hope that we would be better than these clowns? I've made fun of Lions fans since the day I moved here, but every year I have less and less. There's literally, I don't know how a Lions fan could defend themselves. They're the Lions. Yeah. I mean, Matt Stafford, sure, he can put up numbers, but he's never won. You want to know what's crazy? What? I I, I can't say it because I don't know the, the, the length of time, but I'm pretty sure it's over the last decade. The Raiders actually have the least amount of wins of everyone. Wow. That's wild. Can't confirm that, so don't tell any of your friends unless you look it up. All right, next one's from Cleavers83. Long time, no comment. Just wanted to say thank you guys for all the off-season content. Also, really love that the pods have been earlier during camp. Being a Jersey Broncos fan is hard enough with no news on the team, but with the early pods, you guys make the second half of work fly by. Also, I'm the one who commented on your Insta post, RK. Keto diet killing it for you. Thanks, bro. Hoping to make my first trip to the Mile High for this fall for the home opener. Any recommendations on hotels near the stadium? Here's a recommendation for you. Hotels are dead. Use Lovely. Airbnb. There you go. There you go. A lot of them around. Uh, if you do want a hotel, don't do it around the stadium. There's like a Fairfield Inn um, right by my house or my old place on the corner of Zunai and Spear. That's what I would recommend. But seriously, don't don't waste your money on a hotel. It's going to cost you like 150 bucks a night probably. When you could just get an Airbnb for probably like 40, that's even closer to the stadium. Or if you do, if you do want to go hotel or Airbnb, no matter where you go, do it in downtown. Yeah. It's better than by the stadium. But like you could, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Right. In terms of location, or it's, it's get a like five a, minute Uber. Or you get a cool one in the Highlands, which would be closer to the stadium. Yeah. But I'm just, don't go, don't try to do a proximity, proximity to the stadium. Everything's it so cool close place. that it doesn't matter. Right, yeah, right. I agree. Janer says, quick comment. You sick person. String cheese in a microwave? 
Your parents failed you, Zach. What do your parents say about this when you were a kid? I think they were all for it. Innovative. You know, now, now it's sweeping the country. Have you ever laid the blanket upon something? Oh, wow. Just my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you eat it with a fork and knife, too, don't you? Just a fork. Oh, right. You Just do the a little. Fork. You, yep. you got some strong <laughs> wrist muscles in there? Uh, it's miserable cleaning up after the mess that it creates. I'm saying make the blanket. Make the cheese blanket. Okay. Lay it over oh, a chi- uh, some chicken and wrap it around. That would do. That'll do. Or over another another blanket. Blanket on a blanket. Don't do that. <laughs> From Broncos Guy 63. Hey, fellas, hear me out. I know we won't do this, and it wouldn't make a ton of sense. But if we did, it's fun to think about. The Texans absolutely have no leverage with Jadavian Clowney because whoever trades for him can't sign him to a long-term deal until March because the franchise tag deadline has passed. So you could get him on a one-year deal for a second or third round pick. Why not? Imagine having Clowney, Chubb, and Vaughn rushing on the edge. They probably wouldn't even be all on the field at the same time, but they'd all stay fresh because you could rotate them. Then when Clowney leaves in free agency, you can recoup a compensatory pick. Draft picks are unknown, but Clowney isn't. Once again, I know we wouldn't do this and it would make no sense, but our defense would be unstoppable. Thanks for giving my dumb idea attention. You're 100% right about it not happening. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I love the idea about a compensatory pick for that. Uh, Ryan, you and I talked about this after we did the last pod, and you brought up a f- really interesting trade scenario. Chris Harris Jr. for Jadavion Clowney. Yep. I don't think the Broncos do it just because you're weak. you're strengthening a strength to weaken a lesser strength. Right, exactly. And also... This is the ultimate win-now move. Maybe not that trade, but getting Jadavian's the ultimate win-now move. I think the Broncos know where they stand. All right, from Count Flacula. We're rolling quick here. What trash would you talk to the Raiders based on what you've seen so far in Hard Knocks? Oh, man. Just so much trash. I would uh, I would talk to Antonio Brown, and I would be like, man, you seem pretty hesitant on that route. What do you have, cold feet? Oh, that's a good one. I love Derek Carr chirping up Jonathan Abrams. Ryan, I just noticed something right now. We've had, like, inspirational music. This is music. This is not crowd noise, Vic. This is music. What's going on? They're just stretching. Oh, are they? They've been stretching for, like, 20 minutes. Good. Ain't no one getting hurt today. Keep stretching, guys. Keep stretching, guys. Uh, Also, Derek Carr oiling his arms up. I would get him for that, too. (laughs) I don't believe it's sunscreen. What? You don't believe it's sunscreen? No, no. Sunscreen doesn't give that kind of shine unless it's tanning oil with like SPF 8. Well, you know Derek is using that. Yes. All right. From UK, Broncos UK. Hey, guys. Keep up the good work. Love listening to the pod before bed in the UK. However, never having vinegar on fish and chips? Zach, you need the proper experience. That is not something that is around here. What? Fish and chips? Vinegar on fish and chips. Yes, it it is. is. No, it's not. If you ever order fish and chips from a restaurant, they will bring you a bottle of vinegar. It is tartar sauce. There's that's, both. that's what they do here. No, they only do tartar sauce. You're wrong. You have your one place that you go that does that. I don't know like all of the like uh, UK style bars, but I know there's one called the British Bulldog. Yep, I know I where it is. I guarantee you if you go there, they will serve you vinegar with your fish and chips. Yeah, or, because okay. a UK bar. I'm just saying like go go to any other place that serves fish and what chips. What are you eating? A filet of fish from uh, from McDonald's and fries? And they don't serve vinegar, Ryan. Why are you ordering fish and chips at like a regular restaurant? What do you mean? Like a seafood restaurant? I mean, I I don't I've probably had fish and chips once. If you went to like Papado and ordered fish and chips, <laughs> first of all, I would judge you to no end. Second of all, they would for sure bring you vinegar. Speaking of fish, did you happen to see my my 
Instagram story earlier this week. We it has nothing to do with fish. We were grilling fish, and then we found out that because our microwave doesn't work, so I can't have my blanket of cheese. That you can put refried beans in the can on the grill to heat them up. <laughs> That's all I'll say is try it. You guys try it. Tell me what it does. So you at least you took the top off, right? Yep. You okay. take the top off, and you take the you take the uh, paper. The paper off. off. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Makes perfect try it. sense. Try it. Almost See as much happens. sense as salmon in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. You wouldn't even have to grill the fish. You could have just dishwashed it. <laughs> I don't think I could have dishwashed those beans. Anyway, he says, having had fish and chips in the U.S., you guys are missing out big time. To get the best fish and chips anywhere, you need to come to Yorkshire. No one does it better. And you can get Yorkshire pudding, which I assume has blood in it. Mm, yeah, no. Um, no. How? Let me ask you this, Zach. How in the world could fried fish and French fries be that much better across it across the pond it's a great question how i don't know like i understand that oh like maybe this place has it a little better wow joe flacco just leaped over a bag of footballs he, he looked like uh, remember when peyton manning jumped over the dude on the chargers <laughs> yeah. it was exactly like that i'm telling you the manierism was the same athleticism quite the athlete he looks excited for today next one from orange and blue devils hi guys i just wanted to let you know all the ways you impacted my recent trip to denver you skipped one and i need to read from h-town bronco he says i've yeah, never yeah, had yeah. fish and chips in the this. u.s without vinegar <laughs> all the places i've been to serve it that way i think zach is just a little crazy couldn't H agree more h-town bronco i don't think that's d-town bronco so maybe they do that in houston not here all right go on he says it's actually a she she orange actually I can't confirm that, but they do say my husband. Okay, okay. Orange and Blue Devils says, Hi, guys. Just want to let you know all the ways you impacted my recent trip to Denver. First, I was born and bred in Denver and never noticed the water until you mentioned it. Wow. You had me focused on it during the trip, and you are right. It is fantastic. Now I can't drink the water back here in Virginia. Haha. <laughs> Second, I almost missed my flight because I was waiting for Elway to open, Elway's to open so I could buy some of the seasoning. I did get it, and I can't wait to try it. And I did make my flight. Good to hear. I didn't get a chance to try Breck beer while in Denver, but I located some vanilla porner upon return in Virginia. I usually don't drink beer because I'm a mature adult that drinks wine, but I had to try it. My husband thought I was super weird when I kept saying, this is damn good beer. <laughs> That's awesome. Got to sign off now and go watch Bachelor in Paradise. That's a great comment. We sound like we'd be friends. <laughs> All right, from Lone Star Bronco. They're still just throwing on air, Zach. My my body is wet, Ryan. I have to stand up. <laughs> you can just say I'm sweating. No, I'm wet. Just my my like my skin. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, from Lone Star Bronco. Also, Orange and Blue Devil. Sorry if we assumed incorrectly about your uh, gender. Let us know. Uh, from Lone Star Bronco, fellas, pretty bummed. We all have to wait until Monday for another game. Being from Texas, I've seen all waves of Dak mania from he's the greatest draft deal ever to the current hatred. I've never, uh, and I've never been overly impressed with him without one of the best, without one of the best running backs and one of the best O lines in the league. I feel he is Tyrod Taylor esque eh. coach Tobin. I'm always in, I'm also in West Texas. So feel free to give me a shout. If you're close, maybe we can meet up for a watch party or something. My email is zanewomack6 at gmail.com. Dan Burke chimes in on this topic. says, unpopular opinion, but I sympathize with Dak. Whether you think he deserves to be paid like top five guy or not, he's certainly been criminally 
underpaid for a starting quarterback. His rookie contract was four years, $2.7 million. I'm not mad at him for trying to recoup the money. He should have been paid for his level of production. Real quick, is anyone um, other than Cowboys fans against Dak in this conversation? Me. You are. Against you think he's that? being re- you think he's being ridiculous? No, I just I think it's ridiculous. I don't think like I think he's doing he's just what everyone in my does. opinion he's doing the smart thing. Right. He has them in a corner. Right. I mean, he's not doing anything wrong. I just wouldn't do that. No, no, I'm I'm not saying he deserves the money. I'm just saying he's doing the right thing. Right. All right, going on. From Shaggy McLovin the third. Hey guys, I I recently heard San Diego subscribers looking for Broncos Bar. My favorite is Backyard in Pacific Beach. They have deals, raffles for a jersey, and they're a recognized bar by the Broncos, meaning they have t-shirts and extra swag there. Nice. It's all fans that love the Broncos and just hate the cold. There's also Guava Beach in Ocean Beach. Also, that's a lot of beaches going on here. Also, if you're on Facebook, we have a local and California Facebook page to keep updated. Go Broncos and go BSN, connecting fans together. I love that. Thanks for helping us, Shaggy McLovin the third. Next one from Sunny Rain says, hey, real quick, it's probably me and the old age scrambling my thoughts, but a couple times I've written a comment and read it back after posting and thought I needed a mulligan for whatever reason. I wonder if it's possible to add and edit or delete feature. I really hate when I screw up what I'm trying to say. Thanks, guys. I brought that up yesterday. I'll bring it up again today at the company meeting. Usually things get done uh, when we bring things up there, so I'll give it a try. Um, and something you should give a try is Weinster. Nah. If you want to be like me in Orange and Blue Devils and be a, a mature, refined adult, they're probably more than I am. Um, you try that. Or if you just really like wine, you have to check out Weinster. Weinster is innovative. They're online. They're a direct-to-consumer wine club that's connecting wine drinkers with more than 110 of the best wineries in America today. And let me tell you, nice little bottle from Weinster. Pair that up with some BIP. Oh. That's what I call Woo. a nice evening. Woo. That sounds good. Right when I said BIP, Joe Flacco looked over here. Oh, he would do well. He like I imagine he's a guy who who doesn't mind watching a little BIP. He's got five kids and a wife. Yes. I bet you. I bet you they watch a little BIP in the Flacco I they household. Have. I bet they have. <laughs> Maybe in the quarterback room. Anyways, check out Wine Sir. They're awesome. Um, Eugene Gaines, one of our commenters, can tell you that when the when the lounge comes, it is worth it. And there's a lounge coming to Denver. There's one in Boston. Uh, and there's a couple in Chicago. So make sure you check that out using the code BSN25, and you'll get $25 off your first shipment of wine. That's wine, sir, W-I-N-E-S-T-Y-R. Let's move on. Next one coming in from LV Bronco 420 Hey, guys, Lifetime Broncos fan. I've been listening to the pod now about a year. Thanks for the great Broncos coverage. Unfortunately, I'm forced to live amongst the Raiders fans out here in Las Vegas. Are Vegas people just already becoming Raiders fans? Like they're trying to learn. They're trying to understand the pain. That's why they have Before they even come there. Exactly. My question to you guys is with all the different Broncos receivers over the years, who do you think is the most Hall of Fame worthy? In my opinion, it's my favorite Bronco, Rod Smith. Thanks for the great coverage. P.S. Of course the Raiders won't catch on here. You can't even tailgate at their stadium. Weak. And no, you didn't accidentally press the double speed button on your podcast. Uh, (laughs) Zach is just getting anxious about practice starting. Is reading at like ultra speed. You know what I did this morning? What? Drank coffee? Had a little coffee. Bulletproof? No. Oh, there was bullet. There's bullets coming through it. There was what? It wasn't bulletproof, <laughs> so bullets could penetrate. Oh, it. right. <laughs> uh, who is the most most Hall of Fame worthy Broncos receiver? Probably Rod Smith. Yeah, it's, I mean it has to be. He has all the records. 
Yeah, um, it's going to be a while before the Broncos get a wide receiver in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it will be. Unfortunately, Rod's not getting in. No. Um, DT's not getting in. Nope. Emmanuel's probably not getting in. Nope. Unless he just goes crazy for like four more years. Yep, exactly. So, your next hope, I guess, would be Juwan Winfrey. Oh, my gosh. From Colorado to New Mexico, Broncos fan says, Hey, guys, I'll do my best to keep this short. New subscriber. Got him. Thanks for the great coverage. You're the best from Colorado to New Mexico, Broncos fan. We're at, like, number 32 now. <laughs> uh, 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 Gun uh, Gun 1989. No questions today. Just shopping by to give a shout-out to all my fellow Virginia Broncos peeps. We probably need to have a meetup during the season. Yes. Let everyone know that Strawberry Sky has made it to West Virginia Woo-hoo. and Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. And that my sister and I made these damn good Peyton Manning uh, jersey cornhole boards. Did yeah, you see you those? Yeah, did. Those are sweet, Gunner. They're, they're actually fantastic. All right. From RDD Halliwall. Does that sound right to you? Yeah. On the NFL Instagram page yesterday, they had named cereals after players. Some of the examples, Frosted Bakes, Antonio's. Rice Kittles, mm. Special DK. What's that one? Oh, Special K. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Honey Badgers of Oats. Okay. Can you come up with some cereal names for our boys? The best I can come up with is Locky Charms. That's, uh, actually, that's, that's probably the best that's one. good. Take care and go Broncos. I got a good one. Sanders Cereal. That's – no. What is that? It's uh, – What is that replacing? Uh, Just generic cereal. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, how about uh, Freeman Toast Crunch? Instead of cinnamon? Cinnamon, cinnamon Freeman. No, okay. I got to say that one failed. How about Cheery Joe's? Cheery O's. Cheery. Yeah, you know what? That one works. All right, I'll take that. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take that and just quit while, while I'm ahead. Thick Fangio says, Reisner Krispies? Yeah, I don't If you're not giving me uh, Freeman Toast Crunch. A for effort. A All for right. effort there from YouTube. Bronco Ute 44 says, hey, guys, new subscriber from Utah. Got him. No comment for now. Just wanted to say hi. Hello. I Mis- just came to say hello. <laughs> what? It's a song. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think you were so off on that song that I didn't pick up what it, on what it was. <laughs> I think I nailed it. I don't think so. <laughs> Mr. Freeze, who has this badge next to his name. I don't know what the badge is, but I'm just going to assume it means he's the goat commenter. And so I, I until, wonder. until someone else gets it, I'm strictly referring to Mr. Freeze as the goat. I love it. The goat. So you guys have to try to get the, the badge <laughs> away from him. Fight for the badge. Anyways, he says, I'm so honored to be the first recipient of BSN's top comment award. I don't even think that's what it is. Yeah. I have so many people to thank. My mom and dad, my fiance, my kids for making me want to be the best commenter I can be. And most of all, the BSN family for believing in me and hitting the upvote button. Possibly millions of times. Until their thumbs... We're bleeding, and the families, uh, and their families begging them to stop, and ha- and came to bed. You guys are the best. Thank you. Oh, uh, we've got a uh, <laughs> a submission from our guy Jesse over here with altitude. <laughs> Zach, I'm gonna let you be the judge since you shut down mine. How about Cortland <laughs> Toast Crunch instead of cinnamon? Yep. A for effort. A for effort. I feel like the only similarity there is the C. At least I got right. three letters similar in cinnamon. Freeman. I would say there's only been one winner so far, and that would be Sanders cereal. No, spelled Sanders, with an S. Uh, no, that is so bad. I'm trying to remember other cereals here. Um, there's so many. Frosted, Frosted Bakes. They already did that one. Frosted Freeman. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Honey. 
Yeah, this is rough. We are just dying. But you know what? Final comment. What? And Ryan, this one has maybe an all-time six upvotes. So Bleed Orange and Blue also has the goat tag. I don't know how many goat it? tags we can hand out here. So wait, if you maybe if you get it the most upvoted comment one day, you permanently get the badge. Oh jeez. Can you get multiple badges? We're gonna have to see. This, this comment section is gonna be wild this with all the badges handed out. This is exciting. I'm giving Bleed Orange and Blue another upvote just hey, to solidify. I'll hit it too. It's, it's like in that that ESPN show that our friend Woody Page is on, where at the end they just like tag them with uh, more points just to make it dramatic. Yep. Yep. So let's see what this comment with eight upvotes says. I'm so happy we don't have the circus of Antonio Brown. He is such a headache for an organization. Even though we might not have as much firepower at receiver, at least we don't have to deal with A.B. whining about every little thing before the real season begins. Every little thing is going to be all right. What? You recognize that one at least? Yeah, but why did that? Oh, just because it said every little thing? Right, yeah, yeah. You're in in a a weird mood. mood. Um, I'm just, I just, you, you can't say this stuff right now because you're going to be really upset if he goes out for like three touchdowns in week one. And then you're not going to be excited that the Broncos don't have him. I just promise you that. Do you think he will have a three touchdown game against the Broncos in his career? He already has a two. He already has a two touchdown. Do you think, would you bet against him having another one? Would I bet against him having another two touchdown game in his career against the Broncos? Um, no, I, I wouldn't. Nope, I, wouldn't I would not all. do. I would not take that bet. I wouldn't either. No, so it's he's scary. Look, I get that. Like he's a huge headache at this time of year. Maybe even a foot ache too. <laughs> but it's, not as big a one as my girlfriend. Not a headache when you're just when he's just running all over like, all over defenses. Yeah. And that he just can't be covered. Remember, Chris Harris went two years without giving up a touchdown, then gave up two in one game to Antonio Brown. Yep. He's that good. Yep. So, congratulations on your badge. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just we just tore it down. <laughs> We're revoking your badge. <laughs> All right. We did it. 50 questions. A new record ba-dum, ba-dum, da-dum, da-dum. hey what is your deal <laughs> all right that's gonna wrap it up before zach sings again and makes us look bad <laughs> thanks for tuning in thanks for commenting thanks for giving us five star ratings on itunes thanks for subscribing using the promo code broncos camp we'll talk to you tomorrow as the broncos jump into joint practices with the san francisco 49ers
Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. That was Jim. He's been a customer of Piper Electric for over a year now and loves it so much that he recommends his own clients to them. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have preferred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com.